0: Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, as worth well the price of admission. We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your stand joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what are we getting to today?
1: Today, we played Comic Zone for the Sega Genesis. Comic Zone is quite literally the story of Sketch Turner, a down-on-his-luck comic book artist, freelance rock and roll musician, and lover of microwave pizza who gets sucked into his own comic book after experiencing a freak lightning storm incident.
0: I like... So, my favorite part of Sketch Turner's backstory. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Freelance rock musician. Yeah, like who... (laughs)
1: Like, who out there is hiring a rock musician? Like, is he? Because it doesn't say he's like
0: studio musician. It's no, just, he's a freelance rock musician.
1: He's not like just a like a touring musician who like you know goes. It's freelance. Like, yeah. we need somebody stat, yeah, to play yeah rock and roll music at a wedding, yeah. At and a, and he's, not like, he's not like. <laughs> it could just be lost in translation. Like they meant like you know he he is a musician for hire.
0: No, I don't think it was lost in translation.
1: It was just straight up freelance.
0: I think that this was not made by Sega of Japan. I think it was Sega in America. Oh, I think oh, so. If I'm okay. not mistaken, I think you're right. I think, I think you're the right. Sonic Spinball team, uh, had something to do with this.
1: Yeah. It's interesting that our first two games are only two games of, uh, <laughs> Sega Genesis this year are both, they have, like, a lot in common. If you yeah. read the Wikipedia page, I saw, like, this game got delayed so they could finish Sonic Spinball. And then that same team came and worked on this game. Yeah, something like that. Something, something like, like that. that.
0: Well, let's just get into the fun facts then. Sega, oh, Tec- yeah. Sega Technical Institute is the developer on this one who also made our last game, Sonic Spinball.
1: Which, really unfortunate... Um, on both An accounts. Initials um, for this company. <laughs> especially in the early 90s.
0: Uh, <laughs> published by Sega. This one was released in August of 95, North America. September of 95 in Japan. October of 95 in Europe. And it just said, the Wikipedia just said 1990, 1995 in Australia. Oh. So. Look at that. Yeah, all right. When was the Japan release? Uh, September of 1995. So, am okay. like... A month later. It all came out about the same time. Okay. So, uh, Jordan, Sega applied for and was granted a patent for a video game system for creating a simulated comic book game.
1: Yeah. I thought that was really (laughs) interesting. I read that too. It's like, wait a minute. They patented this? Of Uh, like turning a comic book into a video uh, game? Apparently it mentioned uh, i saw when i was like doing some quick research some cursory research on wikipedia about how this style of video game had been used previously in ocean software's batman the cape crusader in 1988 okay which i can't imagine that would have been great in 1988 this this kind of style but i really like this style like how they took the comic book and turned it into a game like it was that aspect of it is really well done and i kind of wish sega has the patent for this why didn't they make more games in this style
0: i have no idea um well this game came out in 1995 i think it got delayed and stuff and i think this game actually came out after the sega not the sega saturn maybe the sega saturn the playstation launched it was like a really late sega genesis game so i don't think it was successful or as successful as they would have liked i think the wikipedia said that they did not Break even. I think they lost money on it.
1: Yeah that uh, um. <laughs> that quote was actually really good. It says, uh, according to Stevens, who I think was one of the the main guy who who made this game. It says according to Stevens, he asked Hector. I don't know who all these people are. He asked somebody at Sega if Comic Zone had broken even, to which Hector responded in the negative. (laughs) (laughs) Stevens also said that the game's late release delayed STI's movement to developing Saturn software and that neither STI nor the Saturn ever recovered from that. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this game didn't break even. They released late. They didn't get to start working on Sega Saturn software, and that was apparently the downfall of the Saturn. It was because we didn't have the geniuses behind Sonic Spinball and Comics Zone working on Saturn software.
0: That was the downfall of Sega.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you could make that <laughs> actually. Argument. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. The Dreamcast
0: is well loved, but like, I don't know. The Saturn was a, a, a dude. Mess.
1: I wonder if there's any conspiracy theorists out there who have put this all together. <laughs> this game, Comic Zone, was delayed because they had to finish Sonic Spinball, uh, which if you listen to our last episode, isn't a great game. It's not like, uh, oh my goodness, this is going to save Sega kind of game. So imagine Sonic Spinball never exists. They get to work on this passion projects and Comic Zone comes out a little bit earlier and it actually does well because they can promote it before their new console comes out. Then the Sega Technical Institute is able to give more of their time to making the Comic Zone sequel, which they wanted to make on the Saturn and never got to make, and that saved the Saturn. And all of a sudden, the Saturn and Sega is the (laughs) biggest thing ever and Nintendo dies instead. And all of this comes down to Sonic Spinball existing.
0: The problem with the Sega Saturn was it never got Comic Zone 2.
1: Well, yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm trying to say. There's an argument to be made that Sonic Spinball is what killed Sega. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm not saying it's a good argument. I'm just saying (laughs) it's there to be made if you wanted to. Uh,
0: Jordan, the concept originated from an Amiga demo video from 1992 titled Joe Pencil Trapped in the Comic Zone.
1: Yeah. did uh, Did you look into this at all? I saw a little bit of the, like, demo prototype gameplay for that.
0: Yeah, there was, like, a minute and 20-ish second long video where it was just, like... I don't know if it was gameplay or if it was purely just somebody animated, um, like, a... Oh, good like point. A potential yeah. thing of what this game would look like. But I was, like... I was kind of impressed when I watched that video of, like, oh, they actually... They turned this into a real video game. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it, it was like in game development you get prototypes which are like these early versions of games that are kind of like this is what the thing is supposed to be um yeah i was impressed at how much it actually made it into the final game based on this like short minute video of like this is a video game like yeah yeah, Yeah. turn that into a video game that looks pretty fun
1: well it was their pitch and it got picked up so i mean yeah they did a good job joe pencil Jordan. We hardly knew you, but I think I, mean, I like Sketch Turner a little bit better. Sketch Turner, uh, what's the there
0: was a what was the girl's name? Uh, Cyan, Aly- Alyssa Cyan, Alyssa Cyan, like all the all the nods or whatever to the, yeah, just comics and printing and the whole thing. Yeah, it's very clever. It is, <laughs> I'm, yeah, it definitely is clever. Now, Jordan, Dan, the inspiration for the story comes from the music video for "Take on Me" by Aha. I love that.
1: I love that yeah. because the music video is like all sketchy and comic book. It's like yep. a comic book yeah. guy this gr- yeah, falls he in love with a real girl. life girl. Yep. Yep. And I watched
0: the video today.
1: And then they just flipped that and made that the story for Comic yeah. Zone where a real life guy falls in love with his own comic book girl, which is kind of a little yeah. bit creepy. Yeah. But she ends up being a real girl. Yeah. And Spoilers. she ends
0: up being the secretary of defense or whatever. Yeah.
1: Listen. <laughs> Which, I, you know, I'm kind of bummed that... In
0: one ending, she does. Yeah,
1: there's true. Sure. I'm kind of bummed that we'll never get Tron 3 um, because at the end of Tron 2, the girl gets taken out of the computer. Now she's in the real world. And I would love to know if they would have taken some inspiration from Comic Zone and if she would have ended up being the Secretary of Defense of the United States because, you know, that's a nice little... If you're a comic book or a computer character and you'd be... Get pulled into the real world. I think that you should be rewarded with some sort of high level military position in the United States government. (laughs) I just think that's right. Uh, First of all, I still haven't seen Tron ever. You don't need to see Tron, but you do need to see the second one, Tron Legacy. It's on Disney um, Plus. Maybe the soundtrack alone is worth it. Is that Daft Punk?
0: Yeah. Did we talk about this like within the last like couple months? Maybe it's
1: really good. I was reaching for Daft
0: Punk, and you're like Daft Punk, and that that sounds like a thing from a podcast recently. There you go. I don't know, but more fun fact about uh take on me by aha i'm not a big fan of 80s music but this is one of the songs that i'm always like happy that when it comes out on
1: something oh yeah if you, if you don't, don't like, like that go. song you'd yeah i just i mean what's uh, wrong with you
0: i don't know man 80s music can uh, we won't get into it that's fine you, yeah but i'll take on me is 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 a bop
1: yeah oh for it sure is.
0: um jordan in an effort to show how edgy and cool the game <laughs> was
1: according to <laughs> i love to Wikipedia, all the, i don't know
0: if it if it's
1: <laughs> if it's there's in quotes phrases, edgy and cool are and in cool. quotes yeah. so somebody had to have said it at some point
0: yeah they included a rock cd with the game with bands like danzig jesus and mary chain and love and rockets so it's like um i mentioned to you that i've been listening to uh the book console wars lately And it's funny to go back to that time to hear how Sega was trying to, like, take down Nintendo and design Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's hilarious to me now and, like, super cringy to hear how, like, the the attitude of the 90s or, like, whatever, just positioning edgy and cool and, like, how much sort of marketing and the sort of Sega trying to figure out, like who is Sega for? Is it for the, the jock? Is it for, like, who, like, th- this, just the language and the the thought process behind it. And then to read, like, they wanted this game to come off as edgy and cool. It's like, that's a very So we're going to give you a thing. sampler
1: CD yeah. with Danzig <laughs> <laughs> and the Jesus and Mary chain. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny that that, like, perception, like, going all the way back to here in 95, probably earlier, of, you know, Sega cool or all these other game systems cool and Nintendo yeah. is makes kitty games and no one cares about their and they're not yeah. gonna be And then Nintendo's just like, Yes we do. And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep doing it for another thirty years. And you're gonna love it. I yeah. They just instead of like trying to I mean, Nintendo did a little bit of edgy stuff, tried to, but they, they know who they are and they've stuck with it and it's worked out for them.
0: Well, it's funny, like in console wars, they're talking about, they would do this comparison with Sonic and Super Mario World. And like, it's funny to hear the story of Sega and how lame they thought like Super Mario World was and all this stuff. And it's like, Sonic is crazy and he's fast and you've never seen anything like this. And look how lame this is. And, and 80% of blue. people. Yeah. He's a, well, he used to be a teal, I think at first. All right. Hey, apparently, he had fangs and a girlfriend oh. named Madonna. Oh. And, like, <laughs> it's funny. I didn't, I want to go look up the, um, the original concept for Sonic because they had to, like, change a bunch of things. Because apparently the Sega of Japan had this idea that Sonic would be this really cool character. And then Sega of America is like... That really won't work in America very well. We're gonna make all these changes, and apparently there was a lot of infighting between the Japanese and American Sega branches. And like, Console Wars is a really interesting and really good
1: book. I'm not all the way through it. I mean, I
0: highly recommend checking it out.
1: Whatever grapes you might have about Sonic and Sonic games, um, you can't argue that he's a cool-looking character. (laughs) He is. Like Sonic is a good character, like a good design, and it's kind of funny. Like it took them. Some revisions to get him to that point because yeah. we also saw that with the live action Sonic. Like, man, <laughs> yeah. Revision one, live action Sonic is horrifying. Have you seen Rescue Rangers yet? The Disney Not plus yet. Yeah, but I have seen the clip of of <laughs> first <laughs> ugly, revision. Sonic. Ugly Sonic,
0: as they call him.
1: <laughs> ugly Sonic. I love that Disney got the rights to put ugly Sonic in that movie. I don't know. Disney pulled a lot of stuff into that movie because there's a ton of references
0: of just random stuff, like even South Park and like um I don't know what studios own what. Um but Disney pulled in like masters of the universe and I'm trying to think because i watched it a few weeks ago if you haven't seen the new rescue rangers watch it it's i know it's i need fantastic. to it's on my list it's really funny um
1: but anyways moving on that's all that's all the fun facts i think i got right now i honestly show. truly believe that those might be some of the funnest facts yeah. we've ever had yeah. because those are all great <laughs> um, where how do you get aha danzig in the same sentence you know well, just, or the same story yeah yeah. And Com- Sega, comic Pat- not just asking for a patent, but receiving a patent <laughs> for a comic book video game system and then never using it, despite making a whole bunch of comic book video games.
0: Yeah, it literally says video game system for creating a simulated comic book game. Yeah. Like, what does that, that mean? Is that a piece of you software? To, or the, I don't know. You have like, to assume that it
1: process? would be games like Comic Zone.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Although I do feel like... There's this, this format is kind of ripe for like an indie developer to sort of come back with a kind of game like this and to do it in a different and interesting way.
1: We've talked about Comic Zones for about like 15 minutes now and haven't mentioned what it is, which is a comic book action platform. I think we'll get into it.
0: Okay. We'll get into it. it We'll get into it. I got some, I got some what the game does well. Oh, all right. I might
1: touch on this. Well, then why don't we transition over to that way? All
0: right. Let's talk about what the game does well. Jordan, the first thing that I just alluded to was the the concept of comic zone is something that I really like about it. It's like oh, yeah. a, it's it's like a beat-em-up inside of a comic book where you're going from like panel to panel, fighting different you are sketch turner and and lightning. Bolt strikes and your villain comes out of the comic book and he says, I'm going to send you into it and take over the world. I'm not powerful enough to do anything besides draw stuff in this
1: comic book to attack you, but go into the comic book world and fight comics. Which is really interesting because if you read the manual, the manual starts with the comic book. It's like a, I don't know, six, eight page comic book. Yeah. And it's like showing how the the new world empire is losing. They're losing to, to Mortis. And they're like we need our, we need a secret weapon we need a hero and it's like, they, and like they
0: see that a hero
1: no, and then like... you see like the silo- <laughs> you see like the silhouette of sketch turner and so it's like both the bad guy and the good guys want to get you into the comic book, and it's interesting. That, okay. that's, and so then you end up in the comic book and you are sketch Turner now superhero. And you gotta not fight. yet. Not while you're working on it. You're working on it you're between on levels. It, it, yeah. it shows you your
0: progress, your percentage meter of how close you are to a superhero.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and so it's kind of like a beat 'em up mashed with an action platformer, match, mashed up with the puzzle puzzle platformer. It t- tries to do a lot. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, oh, and you also have branching paths because you, you can choose to go. Sometimes you can choose to like go into a new panel, so you got all sorts of different. That's the second
0: on. point of what the game does well, Jordan. Branching uh, paths. Yeah, branching paths. Yeah. I liked that. You know, you're just you're like fighting through a comic book, and then it's like, do you want to go right or do you want to go down? It's like I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess what? I'll. I'm gonna go through one way, and if it looks scary, I'm gonna rewind and go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm going to get a game over and go the other way yeah, and hope for the best. Yeah, that works too.
0: Hope there's not some minds in this one that I got to blow myself up with.
1: Yeah. But going back to your first point, I totally agree. The concept is awesome. I love everything about like the idea of this game. Yeah. Just like looking at it on screen is awesome. I really do truly wish that Sega had done more with the patent that they won. I would love to see like a Spider-Man game in this exact style. Yeah. Like with the branching paths and the comic book panels and the all of that. Like, there is so much room for opportunity here, and I think that the problem is that this came at the end of like the 2D console yeah. lifespan. If they had come up with this idea early on in the Genesis, we probably would have got a few more games in this style. But since they were moving on to the Sega CD and the Sega Saturn, and those failed epically, we just never got more of this style of game. And I'm, I'm sure other companies couldn't really... Do something similar because Sega had the patent on it.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about like Cuphead and like that sort of cool, like 30s cartoon style. And I'm like, man, there's it, this feels like a great um, canvas to make a game from or make some kind of. I mean, obviously, Sega could remake Comic Zone if they wanted. It probably wouldn't make a lot of sense. I don't no. imagine that, you know, there's a lot of people out there clamoring for the Comic Zone remake, but. I feel like it. It I want to see something modern with this style. Like, I really oh, yeah. like it.
1: I, I really do, too. And I, I think that you could take this and make it into, you know, there's so many, like, indie roguelike games out there right now. Yeah. And I feel like this is ripe for that kind of treatment.
0: Especially, like, with the comic theme. Like yeah. Like, even that alone lends itself to some pretty... Um, uh, a good variety of of sort of comic book tropes, I guess. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that it's would a, fit
1: well? Basically an endless well to mine. Yeah. You don't mine wells, but you get what I'm saying. You could <laughs> you mine don't. a well. Say you're going down a well and you see, hey, there's some gold on the side of this well. Now it's not a well, it's a mine shaft.
0: Okay. Okay. What else do you? Uh, <laughs> what else do you have? <laughs> uh,
1: I love the graphics in this game. I think that they did a really good job. There are huge sprites. These are not yeah. tiny little Mario sprites. These are huge sprites with fluid animation. Yeah. And I love that. You also get some. Uh, you know, it's it is a comic book page, and so like as you're fighting, like little shreds of paper will yeah. rip off and they'll float yeah. down, and you can actually like rip chunks off of the background and. Turn I, them
0: into a paper airplane,
1: yeah, and use them as a weapon. <laughs> like, I was just really impressed with the graphics. Um, I think that they really hold up. I, I love everything about the way this game looks. There was three background artists I noticed that yep. just did the backgrounds, and I think that really showed because every there's. There's three levels, and in each level, there's two comic book pages that you play through. There's
0: three and episodes. Six
1: levels. Three, there you go. Three episodes. Three episodes, and each episode has two pages. we got to use the game's yeah. terminology. And uh, you don't ever feel like you're repeating anything. There's like a Mortal Kombat temple, and there's a, yeah. a desert, and there's a snow level, and there's like sewers, and... Like, they do a good job of keeping it fresh, and you never get, like, sick of, like, oh, I'm looking at the same animations or the same backgrounds. Every panel feels fresh, and I just thought the graphics were super well done.
0: Yeah, you don't get sick of uh, looking at this game. You don't. (laughs) Um, don't. But, but yeah, I also have that, uh, the game looks pretty good is what I wrote down. It does. (laughs) So it's it's reassuring to hear you say, the game looks good. I'm like, okay, good, yeah.
1: Yeah. And even, like, the cutscenes, like, it's art. It's not just like like when you die and it, or, or sorry when you, what is it? Where is the screen where you see like the rat at the bottom of the screen? I think that's between the whole game when it no, <laughs> when it's <laughs> like going to the next. It's going to the next uh, episode. It'll have a little screen that tells you the name of the the current like page that you're on and it shows like your pet rat and like a soda can and it's like just like a really good high pixel level pixel art and i i don't know i just liked looking at this game
0: it was a soda can it wasn't iced tea capsules that's true
1: <laughs> we kept calling there's like very infrequently but there are health pickups in this game and we kept calling them potions and i looked at the manual and they're actually called iced tea <laughs> or maybe sweet tea some, yeah, sort, of ice tea. Tea. some yeah, sort of tea some sort of tea but it's just a potion bottle, Which didn't, basically.
0: Didn't you say uh, Sketch Turner likes soda, or does is is he like iced tea? Did you say something in the intro and about the manual, what do you like no, he likes? No, he likes
1: microwave pizzas. Oh, microwave pizzas. Like, <laughs> they tell you that he lives in a in a loft yeah. in uh, the Bowery, and then they tell you, that's in New York. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so this dude lives in New York, and apparently he's got a sweet apartment, a sweet loft. Yeah. has a gargoyle outside of it <laughs> but the dude spent all of his money on his apartment and he can't afford food i guess so he eats microwave pizzas which like you can buy a microwave pizza and toss it in the toaster oven or just toss it in the oven oven and it's a million times better don't microwave your pizzas people it's worth the extra 15 minutes to get it toasted. <sighs> you like crispy pizza everybody likes crispy pizza you like soggy pizza <laughs> You're not Are gonna we tell about me. To have this conversation. You're not. No. Yes, we need to have this conversation. You <laughs> like soggy pizza? I put. Uh, I put one. I, I don't eat
0: pizza rolls anymore. Really. I, I dunk my
1: pizza in water to I get d- it nice and soggy. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, no, my wife and I have different philosophies on the like pizza rolls. I'm a microwave pizza roll
1: person. What is she, wrong with you? <laughs> She's a crispy because is oven that because pizza you rolls? like the way they taste or because you just don't want to wait for the oven.
0: Uh, I don't. For I don't like a lot of crunch. <laughs> No, I' don't...
1: that's insane to me no um we're coming a... <laughs> up on the summer and I'm gone most of the summer on trips and one of the trips we go to um our, our summer camp is at a university and so we have all these high school middle school kids that are eating in a college cafeteria yeah and college cafeterias have lots of food options and yeah. so kids kind of go crazy but there's also always pizza at every meal there's a pizza station so there's kids that will like eat pizza for every meal if you don't like tell them to eat a salad every now and then <laughs> And I have legit caught students like, cause they're, they're on like, their parents aren't around and there's pizza every meal. Um, I've caught know students what say. dipping, <laughs> dipping their pizza into their soda. Like just take, <laughs> take pizza, dip it into a glass of pop and eating it. I'm like, you turn into savages when your parents aren't around. And that's sort of what I'm imagining you doing is just like, um, this, this no. pizza rolls too crusty. I'm going to have to dip it no. in my soda to no, sog no. it up a bit. No, no anyways do you have anything else that the game does well um i just want to say that i actually enjoyed this game a lot more than i should have okay like i feel like we were kind of frustrated the game is really hard and we got stuck at some points you were getting really frustrated i had a moment or three but like i came away from this game with overall positive feelings about it i really like the way it looks i love the concept of it i don't think that it's like when you have save states and rewind, it's not, like, overly hard. And now that I know all of, like, the secrets and I know, like, okay, you need to use your little rat guide to find hidden objects. And you need yeah. to – there's ways that you can progress through the level without hurting yourself so much. And there's, there's tricks to defeating each of the different kind of enemies. I think that, like, on another playthrough, I would have a better time. And the weird thing is, Dan, I'm not, like – coming up here and being like, I don't ever want to play this game again, which is usually how I feel after playing a lot of (laughs) retro games. I don't know if it's because I have just, like, crazy nostalgia for comic books or something.
0: Yeah, this sounds like a... I liked Captain America and the Avengers because Captain America and the Avengers were in it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. I don't know. Nostalgia... Nostalgia was the wrong word because I didn't read comic books as a kid. I read comic books as an adult. So I think it's just because I like the content. Like, I like the premise of this a lot. Yeah. It's not the hardest, most awfulest game we've played, which is saying a lot when you're talking about retro games. Uh,
0: Okay. I was trying to think. I feel like within the last six months, I felt like we played one of the worst games that we've ever played for the podcast, but I can't remember what it was Um, because I was getting those vibes today
1: no no <laughs> that's why i said at one point you were getting so frustrated i'm like damn this game is better than sonic spinball so you got to like recalibrate what yeah. you're, where are you going
0: well i don't know if subconsciously i'm just like irritable today so i was like primed for like being angry at a video game but like yeah, this game is moments where i was just like no
1: infinitely no. better than superman 64 yes true definitely better than celebrity Deathmatch. debatable uh, yeah I'm trying to look at what we've played recently less frustrating than bible adventures <laughs> that's true so those are probably the ones that you would be goodness oh it might have been bible adventures yeah i think bible adventures might be the
0: besides superman 64 those two might be the worst games that we've played for the podcast but who knows who knows, who knows? all right i i don't have anything else what the game does well jordan
1: Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll have some other things to to stick up and defend the game for when we get to the next section. Okay,
0: all right, let's move on to what the game doesn't do, so... that i have that the game doesn't do so well is that you only have like one attack button and this tends to make the game feel repetitive and shallow yeah now you can like based on the directions you sort of input like you could do like an uppercut or like a like jump kicks or whatever but largely you have one attack button and it makes this game sort of feel like there's not as much depth or control as you would normally like to have in a game like this. And uh, Now, Dan,
1: some of your favorite games only have one attack button. I'm thinking of all the NES uh, Ninja Turtles games.
0: Well, yes. Okay. But those games feel less frustrating than this one. That's sometimes true, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean that's sometimes true? I think, and I mean, part of... Two, why that's um, a little bit different is beat-em-ups tend to find the sweet spot of about 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, So if you press one button for 40 minutes, like, cool. That's fair. But when a game is, like, cheaply killing you over and over and over and over again and you're, like, wandering around, we'll get into some of this stuff in a little bit. But, like, I think it's the – it didn't help this game's situation with – another thing that I have is the AI is kind of cheap sometimes.
1: Yeah, and I think that one of the ways so, that yeah. like, good beat-em-ups deal with that situation is by giving you fine control over your character. Yeah. So it, you only have one button, but you can get really good at bouncing around the screen and getting behind your enemy and like getting where you want and really maneuvering to make the most out of your one-button attack. Where this yeah. game, it's definitely not like terrible controls. This isn't like Bible Adventures where you're sliding around and everything feels really loose and slidey. But it's not definitely not the, like the tightest controls, and we did have trouble like really bopping around and maneuvering our guy the way we wanted to.
0: Yeah, th- I think the maneuverability in a traditional beat em up on like a broader plane is what makes that a little bit uh, different. But this one is like you're fighting, and it's kind of it almost feels like a um, like a bad version of like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, where you're like fighting guys one on one or like two guys at a time, and you're like having to like, I don't know, jump in there. They're blocking a bunch of your attacks. That's what another thing that's irritating about it is, like, yeah. even if I get into put a good position, you're randomly blocking. So it's like, I don't know, just the the, the fighting in this game didn't... Um, I mean, it's it's okay, but I just... At the end of the day, I was like... We were trying to figure out how to do some shoulder charge thing through some ice so that we took less damage, which we'll talk about in a second. And it's just like, I don't know, man. The attacks, I just wanted. I wanted to feel i wanted to do stuff on purpose in this game with my attacks it just didn't seem to be like i could do that so i don't know i I
1: feel yeah i feel like a lot of the issues with this game could have been resolved if there were difficulty settings yeah um some of the frustrating things were that enemies took way too many hits to kill and when you have enemies enemies just, just enemies well no and there's a lot of stuff in the environment that you have to destroy to like complete puzzles or progress to the next panel and those take in an obscene amount of hits to break and each of those hits is hurting you because when you damage the comic you're damaging the artist i guess they don't really explain that in the manual or in the story of the game but, yeah, it's so, uh Let's, let's sit
0: there for a minute because I actually have a couple of points that you just talked about. I said Go everything Everything has too much health, including crates. Yeah. So, like, you have, like, these these crates that have items in them, and then you also have, like, explosive crates. And sometimes the item crates will be on top of explosive crates. And so you have to punch them. And you think, like, how many times should you have to hit, like, a crate that's going to break in a game? Like, th- Five, three maybe times? Max. Three? Yeah. maybe, This one's, like, what, eight? nine 10 20 20. yeah and then like sometimes you have to punch your way through like a panel like uh, the paper panel thing oh gotcha yeah it's
1: laid out like a comic book so like the white lines between panels sometimes you have to punch your way through those
0: yeah it's just like everything takes and then the enemies and and i read i think on wikipedia that they made sega wanted them to make this game harder um towards the end so they like probably were just like everything gets more health um, and so it's just like, everything has too much health, including environmental stuff in this game. And It's just like,
1: yeah, I did see on Wikipedia that the game was originally easier and that the yeah. Sega internal testing came back and said like, Hey, we need to make this game harder. And the guy, yeah. the, the main guy who made the game wanted to push back. And he said his greatest regret about the game is not pushing back on the difficulty and he wishes he would have left it yeah how it was originally yeah so that's that's on sega that's not on the developers i mean it is because they didn't push (laughs) back but it is kind of a bummer to wonder like man if this game was a little bit easier would it have felt more like a classic beat-em-up and less like a slugfest well and here's one of the dumb things and you did touch on
0: this um but i actually have it as a point like you lose health from like punching the environment so you this game will make you go whatever you have to get through a a door a metal door yeah and if you don't happen to have the item that is dynamite a grenade or a dynamite yeah you have to go punch this door over and over and over too many times because it has too much health yeah and you're losing health from progressing through the game that the game you have you have to go this way and we're taking away your health
1: I think that's That is yeah, so dumb. It is. I I have that as a point too that damaging yourself to progress the game is not a great feature. I think part of the reasoning behind that is is because it's not just a a em up game. There is that like puzzle aspect to it, and so you have to kind of look for the hidden items. You have your rat sidekick who can find hidden items. And so I think a lot of times when you had uh, a Object like that that we had to punch through and lose health that's because we were missing some of those hidden items and like on a second playthrough maybe we would have less of that (sighs) but I agree it's a terrible feature trying to like tie your puzzles to your health was was not good Um, and that's like a kind of thing where like maybe if this game had an easy mode and a hard mode the easy mode you wouldn't take environmental damage uh, as much just from punching things or at all. So, yeah, that is really frustrating and and it's just a bad feature.
0: That's another point that I have is progression feels really annoying at times in this game. It's like you have to wander around trying to figure out what you're supposed to do or, oh, I was supposed to use that item from a couple panels ago here. That would have made this easier. Yeah. Or it's just like you ended up in a corner, like you ended up in one panel where all you had left were two explosive boxes
1: and I had to blow them up. And you had
0: <laughs> to blow them up and there were the only way that you could blow them up was by punching them and taking a bunch of damage. Yeah. So it's like you can corner yourself into the in this game in weird ways and it's just like What like this is just this is poorly designed. Like, I shouldn't, the only option shouldn't be to hurt myself to progress. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you, this is like ga- like gauntlet siphoning your health from taking steps. It's like, yeah. no,
1: just don't. Which makes sense when you are a arcade machine that's only <laughs> purpose is to steal people's money. It makes less yeah. sense when you're a game that somebody bought and you're not, you know, there's no no incentive for them to make the games obscenely hard except for there was because, they didn't want people to rent the game, and yeah. beat it in a weekend, and never buy it,
0: or just beat it at all. I don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was just truly one of the worst things to happen to retro games was that whole like thing of having to make games obscenely hard because <laughs> of the rental market. Yeah, I think to go along with all of these things, the fact that you only have one life—that's what—it's bad.
0: Took the you took the words right off my notes. The Jordan. continue
1: system isn't great. And it's kind of confusing on when you get a continue and when you don't get a continue. I think
0: you get one continue at the beginning of a new episode. So it's like
1: when you get to episode two two
0: on level three, you get a continue. And then I think when you get to episode three, which is level five, you get another continue. I think is how that works.
1: Which is essentially giving you three lives to, to beat the game. You really do, if you're playing this in 2022 or in the future you really do have to play this game on one of the modern collections where you have rewind and save states. Save states at the very least because you're kind of a masochist if you are trying to... Because like I'm saying, you have to go and memorize. There's very ideal ways to progress through these stages. And if you miss it, you have to die and go all the way back yeah. to the beginning of the game. So like if you don't want to just die and go back to the beginning of the game, it helps to have that save state, that rewind, and you can actually play it like a more modern game where you have more lives or continues or something.
0: Well, learning games is just a retro game thing, I think, in general. Um, But supposedly, we didn't test this out, but supposedly there's, like, level select and infinite uh, health cheats for this one. If you go in the jukebox and you, like, hit certain... um, It's basically a sound test. If you do the sound test in a certain order, apparently you can unlock certain cheats. Okay. Um, So you can skip back to where you were, but... Like I said, we didn't test it, so it's like I'm
1: sure, one yeah. of those
0: like internet retro game cheats. I think it was GameFAQs or something.
1: But And if you've got a retron, I'm sure there's a whole list of cheats you can load up yeah. in there. Probably, who knows? I would say if you're going to play this game, you absolutely 100% should start by reading the manual. A, it gives you the backstory that tells you what's happening in the game, and B, it has a whole bunch of helpful stuff in there, including every single enemy in the game and some little tips on the best way to fight them, oh. um, which you, you learn while just playing the The creeps? Game. The, yeah, the creeps. Uh, so they're they're actually. I think all of the bad guys are called like Mortis's monsters or something, like that. Uh, or minions. I don't know. Something it was alliterative. I would say definitely read the the manual. You can find it if you just Google Comic Zone manual. It'll it'll pop up. Yeah. Um, or I don't know if the collections have manuals built in or not. Uh,
0: I think sometimes they do, but I don't think the Genesis, like the current one on current platforms, does. Yeah. So. I don't know. Uh I I'm fresh out of what the game doesn't do well, Jordan.
1: I got one this more a video game. One more. One of our least favorite things in retro video games is gotcha traps. Oh. And this game's got a few of them. You could you could argue that getting stuck in a panel with where you have to blow yourself up to get to the next one is a gotcha trap. There are these question mark things that will most of the time give you an item and sometimes just blow you up and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, That's a gotcha yeah, trap. Yeah. There are some panels that you enter and you're instantly getting hit by an enemy and there's almost nothing you can do to avoid it uh that's a gotcha trap just things like that that are their only purpose is to hurt you and make the game less fun and harder yeah are not great it's one of the worst tropes in retro video games and this one doesn't have a ton of them but it has enough of them to be annoying
0: yeah we we, uh also it's you were talking about that bosses i feel like the bosses were kind of
1: they're fine eh. you thought thought they were fine yeah, I they were, were fine. I thought they were pretty. I thought that the final awful. boss was actually the kinda, bosses are just gotcha traps. <laughs> I thought the final boss was actually a well done boss, as far as like this was the only bit. boss that he didn't play.
0: He played I didn't the other play two, it,
1: but like <laughs> the design of it was interesting. You had a, a switch at the bottom which fired the rockets, and you Nintendo, could use that. The
0: uh, never
1: mind, not a Nintendo. Switch. <laughs> you had a lever, sorry, a lever <laughs> that would fire the rockets, and you could use that to attack the boss. There was a lever up in the middle of the area, which would drain fuel. So they take your your girlfriend, Alyssa Cyan, and they put her in this nuclear weapon that's filling up with, with gasoline, I guess. And she's drowning. And so you can use one lever to drain the fuel and the other lever to attack if the bad guy is on the floor. And um, like he wasn't crazy hard. I think if you would have had a full health bar to fight him, you would have got him on the first time instead of the second time. So I actually thought that last boss battle was... Unique and interesting and not as awful as many retro game bosses that you fight.
0: Not as bad as fingernail explosions and yeah, that wasn't great. So, <laughs>
1: fire and water. And... Honestly, they could have they could have made a lot of the boss fights better just by giving you a health pickup before yeah. the boss. Because They're stingy so, with
0: the health in this game.
1: So often you get to the final boss of a stage and your health is almost depleted and so that's what makes it hard not necessarily the boss themselves yeah
0: well even like from page to page or whatever so it's like episode one two and three six levels level one to level two they don't refill your health you're just up a creek if you had low health at the end of state it's like really i don't know
1: then after two you get a harder than it needs to be yeah after two after four you got a full health bar
0: (sighs) if you if you can beat them yeah if you can beat them but uh all right man you got anything else uh that's going to be it for me. All right, let's move on to the rest of our show.
1: All right, Dan, what would you pay for the experience you just had with Comics Zone on the Sega Genesis?
0: Uh, I didn't think about this till just now. That's
1: great. Um, that's how this is supposed to go. Um,
0: well, sometimes you get a sense of
1: it beforehand. That's fair.
0: Um, I, $5 is where my gut is just screaming right now.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's where I am too. Really? Yeah.
0: So that's a lot for you
1: and yeah. not a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why, uh, relativity is interesting. Einstein? So, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> E equals MC square and all that. (laughs) So um, this one is interesting. This one's interesting. Did you, we didn't talk about the fact that there is a Game Boy Advance version of this game.
0: Yeah, it was a a PAL.
1: Yeah, it was only releasing the PAL. I think, yep. So we got a we got a Genesis. I read
0: that uh, the PAL version, the Game Boy Advance version, has like less screen real estate, so you can't like see the edge of the comic panels as much or something. Yeah,
1: each panel is just its own screen. You don't yeah yeah. something like that. So all right. So what do you think uh, a loose copy on Sega Genesis, North American Sega Genesis, is going for? Uh okay. So this game, I feel
0: like it is a popular game. I feel like a lot of people have fond feelings and memories of Comic Zone. I don't feel like it's ultra rare, but it's a Sega Technical Institute, Sega published game. Therefore, there's probably not a shortage of them. Yeah. Um, Came out late um, in the lifespan. Yep. So, if you add the last two years with the increase in the retro game market with a not Rare game, it probably goes up about four dollars. So I'm gonna say sixteen
1: dollars. No, it's just right under 25 bucks. Oh 2472. So that's for a loose copy. So we talked about how the game shipped with a bonus C D in the US, remember? So there's a lot of if you want to buy this game, if you're like a complete collector, you gotta be careful because there are a lot of listings for complete versions of this that don't have the bonus CD, which uh, means that it's not man. complete, right? Yeah. So the complete price that you'll see on price charting is kind of, uh, it's, it's misleading. box and manual. Yeah. And game. But yeah. if you want, Dan, what do you think that a actual complete copies are going for with the, with the bonus CD intact? So like fully
0: complete, um, you gave me that, you, you opened your eyes a little bit. You gave you, you gave me like that sort of look like oh, oh this is this is much
1: higher than you think so my Don't gut Don't you dare read into my looks.
0: My gut was saying, you know, like maybe 60 bucks, but now I'm thinking I got to go up for just more like $86 for a complete complete copy.
1: No. So the $106 most,
0: for a complete complete copy.
1: Try somewhere between $200 and $240. The okay. CDs are extremely rare. I only saw three sales in the last oh year word. that actually had that bonus CD. I think that the the bonus CD in the US was the one with the bands that we talked about, yeah. and they did include a bonus CD in uh, Europe too, but it was just like the soundtrack.
0: Oh, it had Aha. Uh-huh on it no
1: it <laughs> all right so 25 bucks <laughs> loose so you if said you how much with the cd 200 and... 200 to 240 so oh my goodness like 10 times more <laughs> i'll have to look up that that playlist on
0: spotify the uh, comics, the three comics. bands that are
1: that i only knew two of the bands i would never heard of the rest of them uh okay
0: you're not you... edgy and cool
1: <laughs> i'm not what do you think the the Pal region Mega Drive version of Comic Zone is going for?
0: Mega Drive version of Comic Zone. Okay. So Pal regions like the Mega Drive, yep, a lot. Um they I feel like Mega Drive games probably are cheaper. Because They have a way
1: cooler name though.
0: They do have a way cooler name, but I feel like I don't know if Sega won the war across the seas, oh, across man. the pond if versus Nintendo. I think Nintendo won the war here, but I think Sega won it everywhere else uh, except for Japan. So the entire PAL region. <laughs> What's
1: your guess? <laughs> Uh $14. No, it's uh $58. No. Pal tax. We got no. that's a classic case of pal tax. Ugh. The uh, Game Boy Advance copy you can pick up for about $32. Ugh. And here's a really fun one, Dan, the Japanese version for the Sega Mega Drive they have a different box art instead of like comic North American comic book art. It's like manga. Okay. Um, What do you think a Japanese Sega Mega Drive version of comic zone is going for? Loose.
0: Loose. Uh, you're okay. So you're asking me, which means that I, this is a fun thing to guess. It is a fun thing to guess. $90.
1: Yeah. So these are apparently extremely rare. Extremely rare, uh, so much so that they hardly ever sell. And price starting has a loose copy going for seven hundred and eleven dollars. What <laughs> of Comic Zone? Yeah, just just the Japanese version of Comic Zone. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness! I know the um, some of the uh, the games on the the Mega Drive Genesis collection yeah. on modern platforms have the Japanese ROMs as well. They have like the alternate i don't know if it's japanese and some of them are pale but like you could play like bare knuckle three instead of streets of rage three if you want um so i wonder if that would be on that collection or not
1: i don't know i don't know what's different besides the yeah. box art um if you do want that cool manga box art you're gonna be paying up to a, right around 900 dollars for a complete copy uh, and it doesn't even look like it comes with the bowden cd at all that's just box and manual <sighs> so yeah, that's wild. Nope. So nope. Dan, knowing that you can get a loose copy for twenty five bucks, also uh, this is on the Genesis collection, yeah. which frequently goes on sale for like ten to fifteen bucks with fifty other Sega Genesis games. Uh, knowing all that, Comic Zone worth it or worthless? Worthless. Worthless. I gotta say, um, <laughs> on its own, on its own at twenty five bucks, definitely worthless. As part of that collection, still worthless. Um, I don't know that I've gotten <laughs> my $15 out of the Sega Genesis collection yet. Really? Um, yeah, 25 bucks is... That is, collection
0: is definitely worth 15 bucks. It's definitely
1: worth more than that. I think, yeah, I don't know if I paid 10 or 15 bucks for it, but I mean... Streets I would of say- Rage
0: 2, it's all you need. That collection, they could have literally just put Streets of Rage 2 on there and it's worth... There you go full price that collection yeah
1: (laughs) that collection is definitely worth 10 to 15 bucks if you want to wishlist it and wait for it to go on sale i wouldn't pay the 20 25 bucks that's just me though so i'm gonna say comic zone on its own worthless as part of that bundle yeah go for it
0: Uh, i don't know um i I think it's something worth playing i didn't have fun today i didn't i did didn't i did have fun is it, it was like so here's here's my experience with with comic zone I feel like it's similar to my experience with Sonic Spinball, where at first I'm like, yeah, okay. And then after a while, I'm like, yeah, I'm over this. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, over you, this. you didn't have a good time with and this. And that is less than 20 minutes of like enjoyment and novelty of like, yeah, this is no, the, the it's just,
1: I, I uh, am, I feel like the hour 45 went by quickly. Um, I think, it, <laughs> I think it helped to have somebody to pass back and forth, yeah, which is for a, sure. yeah. a really fun way to play retro single player games because you need that release valve of yeah. when you're like, you're getting stuck, you're getting frustrated, hand it off to somebody else, let them deal with it. Uh, they can usually break through cause they're not going to be getting frustrated in the same way that you are. I had a good time with this. I think it is a fun game. Um, it has problems. I, I it, it's not a perfect game by any means. Uh, I, I don't think i it's me i'm not gonna spend 25 bucks on this game so that's why i'm saying worthless but i think it is a game that if you have the collection you should definitely play definitely check out it's really unique it's not like any other game that i've played and i think it is a good time especially once you learn all the quirky ins and outs of it
0: well comic zone like before today would have been one of those games that i'd never beaten but i would have been like yeah i played this at like a kiosk or like you know time to time in the past and i would have been like yeah comic zone seems like an interesting game that i'd like to play through and now that i've beaten it i'm just like i don't think i need to play comic zone ever again yeah it's just i'm like i don't know i'm walking away from this one where it's like <laughs> we're reversed from our normal our normal No, thank you but there you go comic zone comic zone jordan Do we have trivia
1: Um, so here's the thing the trivia that I had was the fun facts and they were too Um, fun not to include in the fun facts so I even went and looked at the 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 CD listing to see if there were any other bands I could try to get you with on the the track listing but they are also obscure that it it wouldn't have been fun
0: now, a CD in 1995, that would have been a really nice packing, just in general.
1: Yeah, you oh, just weren't, sure. They
0: weren't just throwing CDs around back then. No. You had to pay good money for CDs yeah. in the 90s. I remember when it was like a big deal to pay 13 or $14 for a CD, yeah. and now you just have, my son's going to grow up in a world with Spotify, where it's like, yeah, let's listen to, to Mario music in the car, Dad. I'm like, all right, let's listen to Mario music. Cool. Done. Yeah, no, it's great. So- that's a that's a really interesting. I wonder what that cost them to do that.
1: Oh yeah, I have no idea. That's where all the money I, they went. They were all. They were all. It, actually, I think it was probably a paid promotion because it said that they were all on the same record label. Uh, so I'm guessing that that record label yeah. was printing a sampler, which samplers were given away for free everywhere. Okay. Like you go to a festival, you're getting dozens of samplers. So I think in that they, the '90s, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Samplers were huge. I mean, half of my CD booklet was samplers. (laughs) Because that's how you would find out about new bands. There wasn't the internet to go and like, I mean, there was, but we didn't have it. To go and like look up new music. It, It was you saw somebody... And no so pure samplers, volume hadn't started yet. <laughs> you could go to uh, like Dearborn Music or whatever your local CD place was, and they would often have a stack of free samplers. Yeah, It was like, you know, you go to Blockbuster and you pick up a, a free uh, demo of AOL. You go to the record store and you pick up a free sampler because they knew that, oh man, you hear that one song, you really love that band. You're going to come back and pay the 18 to 20 bucks for their actual full CD. <sighs> so sampler i they could have just got that record label to pay for that
0: yeah probably would have been good promotion oh yeah i'm sure yeah. it was did now how many tracks were on it did you i can't did you close it you didn't look all right whatever it doesn't matter no it, it was it i think it was
1: matter. like 15 ish okay.
0: all right uh jordan moving on to our eShop shop apocalypse this is not over yet Oh. it's not over till it's over. Let's give a shout out to somebody the, to the eShop. Yeah. Or Nintendo kills that poor thing.
1: I was being a grump about this segment and then sure somebody were. came on Discord and they're like, I actually bought some of the stuff that Dan mentioned. So there yep. we go. There's yep. Dan and this one other person here, Shop Apocalypse. Let's listen uh, in. Let's Shanks? listen in on their mail. No.
0: <laughs> Shank said he bought, didn't
1: buy anything.
0: No, no, he bought he a game that I, about, he bought a game that I recommended. Off the wow. eShop, which could have which I actually thought about. It was a ogre ogre battle something Nintendo sixty four ogre expensive. Tactics. It's one of those ogre games that he was like, Oh, that's a thing. I'm gonna go get that. All right, that's not hear, what we're talking
1: about today. Let's hear what you got.
0: Today we got NES games, Jordan. Oh, okay. You know what you can get for five dollars instead of paying a handsome three figures for? What? Ninja Gaiden three and Mighty Final Fight.
1: These are M- some of the better ones. Yeah, these are some of the better ones that you've done. <laughs> Mighty Final Fight. <laughs> these are the Like, there you go. The, I mean, Mighty Mighty Final Fight is an interesting game. Episode thirty six. Episode thirty six. It's podcast. like a chibi version of Final Fight. Crazy expensive. It actually came up on my time hop today, I think.
0: Three hundred and seventeen dollars. I looked it up today.
1: Yeah, that's it, nuts. Yeah. Which was Around two hundred bucks when we covered. That's insane. The game because it popped up two years ago. I posted about. Goodness. Uh, Final Final Fight.
0: It's unreal. Mighty Final Fight. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden three going for uh for about a hundred dollars right now on the NES. So, um, yeah, get it before Nintendo doesn't let you get it anymore. Although I feel like Ninja Gaiden, um, I don't know why we haven't gotten like proper that I know of. I mean, I could be wrong. But I don't think I am, but. Um, we haven't
1: gotten like proper updated versions of like, I think Ninja Gaiden 2 and 3. What was the game that came out like last year that was like a spiritual successor and people were going crazy over it? The Messenger? Yeah, that one.
0: I think I played that a little bit of that on Game Pass and I think it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why is because yeah. people have just made modern versions. But yeah, I
0: think Ninja Gaiden 3 hasn't been re-released. So go check that out on your on your Wii U before you uh can't. Yeah, for you can't because like you give, if you have an NES Mini, you take the NES gamepad, plug it in the bottom of your Wii Remote, or your Wii Remote, um, and then you got your NES on your HD TV with the Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. You guys like the Wii U.
1: All right, all right. <laughs> uh, He's so disappointed. How long do we have to keep doing this for? Uh,
0: maybe we'll stop in August. I don't know. I think August. <laughs> is, I think August is when you can no longer. Um, uh, what is it? They so they stopped taking cards.
1: I regret credit asking. Credit cards. I regret in, asking. In May,
0: and I think after August, you can't add funds to your wallet.
1: Okay. Um, so. All right. There we, it is. We shop apocalypse. We the, the, we shop apocalypse. I like that. It's. I mean, you love your puns. Speaking of puns, Dan, do we uh, know what the pun for July is going to be? Do we have it? We, we do. It's bad. I'm sorry. Oh, it's bad. It's it's <laughs> worse. It's worse seeing it in writing than hearing it <laughs> spoken. When he texted it to me, I was like, "No, damn, that doesn't even make sense." But then when you hear it, it's also terrible, but it's somehow <laughs> somehow less terrible.
0: Jordan, July, we're gonna th- we're gonna finally we're gonna finally give a shout out to our PC people.
1: Yeah, uh, July PC Master Race, I think is what they <laughs> call themselves. July is gonna be uh, July sonal Computer. <laughs> July sonal Computer, you guys hear this? <laughs> It's like personal computer,
0: <laughs> but July but
1: with an extra syllable and no <laughs> similar letters. <laughs> so there you go.
0: Jordan, I've been trying to find a way. I, I mean, I suppose I'm, we could. Hey,
1: <laughs> I'm on board because we're going to cover some games that I'm interested in. Yeah,
0: I was, I was, I couldn't, I, I mean, we could have just been like July's PC month, but like what yeah. we do around this podcast is come up with terrible names for things. Like last year we did
1: July, Which was not like a thing that like when we were, brainstorming about this podcast that was not <laughs> it just happened it one just day. happened yeah. i think it probably was because of poke month yeah probably and then it just kept going and then yeah. you had like sega junesis maybe was like the first real
0: yeah then you had like extreme sports timber
1: yeah we did our augiversary <laughs> julami <laughs> okami no, D- man, De- December,
0: D- Disney, Disney, so Disney-mber. here you go, this is, Super, may the Fourth be with Marcio, you, maybe, maybe,
1: maybe the force be with you,
0: yeah, so we got, we,
1: <laughs> here we are, Julysonal computer, Julysonal computer, we did, we did it, do we so, know, uh
0: yeah, we're doing it, Jordan, we're doing it, tell them what we're playing for episode 98, guys, I'm so excited, <laughs> <I've>
1: been... <laughs> it's not often that we get to play a game that I'm interested in. And here we are. We're playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, baby. One of the greatest games ever invented. Definitely one of the games that I've put more hours into than any other game. Uh, I hope Dan likes it. I hope with my whole being, he asked me today, how much of this game do I have to play?
0: No, it wasn't. He He, he was was trying to understand. That is my
1: tone. I know. It's because there's like an infinite number of scenarios and you could basically play this game for the rest of your life. Um, I was so asking he was wondering Jordan. like, what does he have to yeah. do to get like a full understanding of it? Yeah. I, do I
0: have to play this for 40 hours? Like no, nights of the older no, public no, no. or is this like, you know,
1: that's, it wasn't no. like,
0: I don't want to play rollercoaster
1: tycoon. My hope is that he plays three scenarios and that, that makes him so in love with this game that the next time I see him, I come back from my trips and he's got like half of the scenarios all done. Perfected. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. My, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. If you haven't, played rollercoaster tycoon i would highly recommend you pick it up um you can get it on your phone or your tablet or your i got it on switch Switch. for a few dollars like several like
0: i don't know six months ago or something yeah so highly worth it every time rollercoaster tycoon i feel like comes up on discord or like patreon or something um i feel like people are like i love rollercoaster tycoon so i have high expectations for it so
1: Well, that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, finally it's... my time to hurt Jordan's feelings. Probably. I mean, we did Rampart already. <sighs> Rampart. That's Phenomenal a Phenomenal game. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We will uh, see you in July. I hope that you have an excellent rest of your Sega Genesis and uh, play some Sega games.
0: But don't play Comic Zone. No,
1: play it. I think if you haven't played it before, <laughs> you owe it to yourself to play it. Uh,
0: enjoy Sega Genesis. Don't play Comic Zone. Don't play Sonic Spinball. Uh, but when Bunga Collection comes out, whenever that is, make sure you go play Hyperstone Heist in honor of Sega Genesis. Dan likes one Sega game. That's not
1: true. That's not true. Yeah, I yeah, like, we like Gunstar uh, Heroes.
0: Uh, yeah, Gun. Uh, it's it's okay,
1: Contra. It's better than <laughs> Hardcore. Definitely better than uh, Contra Hardcore.
0: All right, my friends. We will see you uh, with the Rollercoaster Tycoon in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a great summer.
1: Hags. (laughs)
0: Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening, and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out WorthItOrWorthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.